fish, two fish, red fish, two fish. Did I do right? No, you said fish. Ah, damn it. Oh well. One team, one team, two team, red team, blue team. There we go. There you go. <laughs> you did it wrong. And before you start getting emails, You did it right wrongly the first time. I know. But you did it rightly wrong the second time. That's the story of my life. <laughs> and someone's going to write an email and say, what about the yellow team? Fuck the yellow team. They're the Hufflepuffs. They are. <laughs> so, I had to explain that to a co-worker. Uh, you had to explain what Hufflepuff was? Well, we were talking about, yeah, that she really didn't know a lot about Harry Potter. And I was like, you're in your early 20s. Like, why are you, like, how... Because they don't teach kids how to read anymore. Well, she goes, I've never seen any of the movies. I went, fun fact. They were bugs. And in fact, still are. Yeah. I mean, given Deathly Hollows is a bit of a, yeah. It's a bit of a challenge. Didn't do a very good job of making the movies as close to the books as I thought they were. Like the first couple. Uh, the first. The first couple were good. The Chris Columbus ones? No, they were more kid friendly. Mm -hmm. But once you got into, um, I, I can't remember who took over after Chris Columbus. On like, I think the third or fourth movie where it started. When it started getting into like uh, what's your name taking over the Ministry of Magic, like it got like it got dark. It got just as dark as it did the books. When like Harry Potter has to like write this thing over and over, and it's like cutting into his skin, and they showed it like that was the darkness of the books. That I really, yeah, yeah. Um, and it got it got into like you know all the emotional stuff with Sirius Black and all that jazz. Yeah. So what have you been up to this week? Watching a lot of shit. Yeah, um, and just trying to, you know, not work less, but try to decompress from the day job. I'm not working like six days this week, by any means. Well, I might be. <laughs> uh, but it'll be by choice. Okay. It'll be the switch out so I can go play trivia. Um, and it's a slow Monday for the network, so we'll do every other Monday's a bitch. Well, but you get one less show now to worry about. Yeah, but I still have to record right and then edit the next day. Oh. And post it. <clears throat> what I did two weeks ago. So, mm. it's it's always up. The last Alex was event episode came out? Uh, uh, of the first Of the first season. After. Yeah, whatever it was. What they're calling it. Have you listened to uh, the Wires one? I did. No, How is it? I, it's alright. It's a little weird. But, I mean, well, it's, 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 it's a nice little... Yeah. Which we'll get into later. I do like it. <clears throat> um, and then I started listening to this other one. What the hell is that called? It, it, I, it grabbed my attention because their first episode was about um, the serial killer in New Orleans, the Axe Man, mm -hmm. who was referred to on the American Horror Story, one of the chapters of American Horror Story they have in there. Um, Unsolved Murders, that's what it's called. True Crime Stories. So far, it's, it's kind of good. It's a little goofy and campy because... The dog is just tearing up that thing's brains. Yeah, I know. They kill the rabbit. He's pissed because he can't catch rabbits at night, so... There's a stuffed animal this corgi's just going Dahmer on <laughs> and just taking the brain out of it. You're a cannibal. No, it's a rabbit. Um... Sorry, Axeman. Anyway, yeah, Axeman. Oh, he was, and so the first episode is about that. It's kind of a campy podcast because they do, they they relate the his, the historical aspect of it, but they also tell it in like a kind of like a radio show sort of way. So they do different voices. Like it's just two people, but they do voices and they have like 
weird. Some of the way they phrase it, it's kind of weird, but it, okay. it's entertaining. Um, so far, so good. Like MSC3K, MSC3K for history weird or not? No, not not quite, quite that, that, that. Like campy. It's just it's just a weird campy radio. Oh, show now it's going for the balls. <laughs> <laughs> the stuffed animal is obviously a male. It's taking out both brains. <laughs> And we're both clenching. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have a new co-host. We've replaced Deb with a dog. Oh, well, luckily she doesn't listen to this. Yeah. Um. <laughs> dog, what's your opinion on? <laughs> oh. Uh. Err. Yeah. Um. Now, if it was a female dog. We'd have a lot more jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of... Um, <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> nope, not going down that road. Just in case she ever does listen to this one, not saying that. Um, you finally finished reading Nightville. <coughs> and then choked. Because yep. <coughs> I was asked to speak on cue. It was all choking you up. Yes, so I finally finished the Nightville book. Um, it only took me, like, what, three months? Um, About that, maybe a little longer. Uh, I wasn't, well, based on you and Deb talking about how the first third of the, third of the book was really useless, um, I did just kind of trudge through the first third. It wasn't useless, it just... No, there actually was a lot that shouldn't have been there. Like, okay, the guy who runs into the... Spoilers. All right at the beginning. Um... The guy who like runs into the desert and leaves his Mercedes, yeah. so that they have a Mercedes later. Yeah. Like they keep bringing him up, and then he sees like the <clears throat> black planet that's in the podcast. Right. That never gets explained, paid off whatsoever. Okay. It could have just been as weird as she had a Mercedes on the shelf in her podcast or uh, at her pawn shop. Yeah. You know why? Because it's Night Vale, and that's just weird. What? And that, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, the angels getting it down and being winded was really funny. Um, but like the whole guy running into the desert thing, like it's not Troy, it's not the <clears throat> mayor of King City. It, like there are chunks of that, like that could have been gone. Yeah. That once again, I brought up. Um, it seemed like between Craner and um, the, the other guy, uh, Fink, yep. Joseph Fink. Um, the first half of that book seems like they were each writing. Like every other chapter, yeah, or every third chapter, and it just seems like left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing, mm-hmm. um, until you finally get to Diane and Jackie finally coming Call together, and you see that in, uh, you and I talked about off-air when I was still reading it, um, them going into the library, oh, which yeah. I love that once again, they actually do get more in-depth about what happens in a library than they did in the podcast, I yeah. like that, um, that like, you know, the, the librarians attacking him. Yes. Um, you only vaguely hear about it during the Tamika, Tamika Williams or whatever her name is. When she was doing the revolution? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that she slayed the librarian and came out with a book from some obscure, I, I honestly think they're making half this book, so, but, Probably. um, but yeah, like, yeah, it comes out with, like, the, the big book of whatever and, um, because I slayed the librarian. Um, so you don't really don't hear a a lot about what happens inside the library, which if you haven't looked at Light Vale, I, I, we all highly recommend. Um, I'm behind on I don't know how many episodes. You've got time to catch up now. They're on a month that, break, I think. They're starting a new tour, I know that. And they yeah, released The Investigators, I think, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, maybe? Yep. Which was the live show we went to. 
Um, thank you. Once again, I can't thank you enough in that. Um, especially because I got to meet them and talk to them. Well, I thought it was because you got to hold my hand or whatever the hell it was we had to do to each other. Oh, that's right. We totally... <laughs> did we hold hands? I think it was something like, me. now look at the guy next to you, and you like look at intently the intently stare into their eyes, and you were like... That's what it was. I'm like, this and you is so like, creepy. And I'm like, <laughs> this is wrong on many levels right now. Um, which, of okay, course, would be the point. When you, when you started doing it, I was like running through my head. I'm like, how much would he freak out right now? I'm going like, I'm taking this moment to let you know. I can't quit you. <laughs> if you just gone, I can't quit you. I would have laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> you had me on hello. Um, <laughs> just start quoting Jerry Maguire. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's coming with me? But anyway, um, but no. So I finished the book. Um, satisfying ending in terms of that you find out weirdly what King City is, which happened yeah. really quickly for a lot of buildup. Once again, I, I, I think <clears throat> that was left him doesn't know what their hands doing. Um, it seemed like. Not a lot of exposition, but like just really rambling narrative where they went, we know where it's going, Not sure but we don't know how there. to get there Yeah. Um, until halfway, about halfway through the book. So I can see where you guys had your, your issues with the first third. Um, I think setting up Jackie, they did a, almost too much. Like they kept talking about the pawn shop, the pawn shop, the pawn shop. They never, they didn't pay off, they paid off the flamingos. But once again, at a point that almost seemed almost too late, where you're like, you're just bringing up these weird fucking flamingos, and it's like, oh, they touched them for five pages. The end. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't that much. Um, you know, there wasn't that much of a payoff to the flamingos that they kept setting up. Right. Um, I hope they learn their lessons from the first novel. We've got two or three more of them coming out. I guarantee, yeah. Um, it was a bestseller, wasn't it? It was a oh, yeah. New York it was, Times it and was a, an Amazon bestseller. It was on the Amazon bestseller. It was just from Pizza. Just from, yes. Well, I mean, it's a huge show. Um, I don't think this was, I know Deb and I talked about this off air, um, I don't think it was coming off of stretching themselves too thin. I think it was that it was a new media, new medium. Media. I think that they're <clears throat> one. I think Craner is the one that does a, a lot of the theater stuff. Yeah, and it's probably very script based, much like the podcast is, uh, much like all their other podcasts we talked about are. Yeah, um, and I think a novel was kind of like a ah, um, moment where they didn't really understand the structure in its entirety. And I think they'll have learned in the next couple books. Um, you know, I, I still liked it overall. Oh, I liked it overall. I, I it mean, I liked it. Like, we finally know who it. the man in the deerskin suit is, or with the deerskin... Yeah. Um, Briefcase? Yeah, and that you finally just get the weirdly anticlimactic, but I loved it, um, the buzzing in the suitcases, because he's a fly salesman. Yeah. Like, that was it. He sells flies on the side, because everyone forgot he was mayor. Like, it's such a weird... Like, it, it would seem anticlimactic if you heard it in the podcast, but in the book, you're just like, oh, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, I makes sense. Listen to the podcast before you read the book. It makes sense. Um, but once again, like, it, it answered some questions in the podcast, raised others. Um, I know Diane, um, what is it, Clayton? Yeah. Or whatever. Diane is yeah. a character in, in the podcast. Ja I don't think Jackie was. Jackie was. Was, was they've, Jackie? They've never voiced her. Really mentioned her mentioned much. Her. Yeah. Um, once again, I was really just waiting for the book, and I think I brought this up when I first got to it, where when they brought up John Peters, you know, the, the farmer, 
Like, I was waiting to just go, like, is that going to be actually written out? Yes. Cecil seemed so... Not even tertiary. Like, his broadcast, I think, maybe, like, one or two of them out of maybe, like, ten? There was one at the beginning of every chapter, wasn't there? No. One every other chapter? Uh, maybe every... Yeah, every other or, it or got every more, third. It got more common the further into the book you went, because by the end of the book, it was almost like... Jackie and Diane were doing something. The chapter was. It was after the. It was after the car wreck that he became a bit more apparent. Right, and he but started once talking it, about it in ways that. Yeah, but he didn't. He talked about the car wreck, but like, he didn't really talk about anything else. No. It was stuff you hear on the podcast. It was the community week. It was. I was kind of curious. Traffic. Trying to do the weather somehow. <laughs> I wonder. Do they do that on the audiobook? Is the question. Mm. That would be a dead question. I think she uh, listened to. She managed to listen to the whole thing. I, um, I can't listen to audio books. Like I've got a I, bunch of them. Not there. for eight hours. I can't. Yeah. Um, the 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 D and D one I, I could listen to because it was like ep- weirdly episodic. Right. Um, it was like eh, an hour and a half here. Like okay, it's effectively a podcast for a chapter, except for uh, Felicia Day doing really bad voices. Um, <laughs> happy belated birthday, Felicia Day. Don't do voices. How dare you speak badly, Felicia Day? be like speaking badly of Wesley Crusher. <laughs> well, you did. I know. And that yeah. was that was the point. Um, but also, I finally finished the Nightbell book. It only took me like three months. But I wasn't reading um, the book itself as voracious as I, as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's your Deb's fault in giving me like eh, the first thirds like me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had to learn that on my own. It but was, it was I, you know, I don't read, I don't read actual books before I go to sleep. I used to. But I just find that it, with my aging robot brain, um, it's easier to read comic books. It's easier to read like trade paperbacks. Um, and then when I wake up, I'll read an actual book that helps me wake up uh, right. my brain a lot more. Speaking of comics, yes. Did you see what Marvel did? Oh, which thing are we talking about? <laughs> Black Girl Iron Man uh, explaining well, Hydra Captain America. Victor Von Doom becoming the other Iron Man. What? Yep. That I didn't read. Yeah. And uh, there's also um, they killed the Hulk. They killed. Uh, no, they, they killed. killed Bruce they killed Banner. Banner. Hawkeye killed. Killed Bruce Banner. Yeah. Which apparently is very conflicted over. Yeah. Um, but we still have Amadeus Cho, so right. we still have like the totally amazing, awesome Asian kid. Well, th- that's actually Asian what he's Hulk. called, like the Awesome Hulk or something yeah, like. Really it's it's something very millennial. Well, and you know, they killed Bruce Banner. Dude, it's like when they killed. <clears throat> okay, I'm re- I'm rereading Superior Spider-Man right now, which was when Doctor Octopus took over uh, Peter Parker's body. Yeah. But like Peter Parker's consciousness was still somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Bruce Banner. They want to bring him back. They'll bring him back, and the Hulk will take a shit that turns into Bruce Banner. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like. Yeah, but I wouldn't put it past certain writers. Fair enough. Where, like, his body is weirdly so efficient, it craps out an actual human being. Really? It's the Hulk. The guy literally evolves to any fucking situation his body's put in. Well, the ultimate version does. Yeah. Um, but, um... What else did they do? Oh, there's something else. Victor Von Doom came out. Black Girl and Iron Man. Well, Victor Von Doom became Iron Man. Black Girl became Iron Man. She's apparently smarter than Tony Stark. Bound to happen eventually. Um, 
now they're thinking like Tony Stark's going to be president. I heard a rumor about that. I don't think it's actually in plans right now. Actually, weirdly enough, there was a there was a comic called Exiles, which was effectively initially. I remember that, I remember that book. Yeah, X Men meets uh, Quantum Leap, mm-hmm. effectively, um, uh, by Judd Winnick, who was on the Real World. Anyway, um, <laughs> just saying. Why do you remember this? Because he did Dirty Wind Boy Genius. I don't know why I remember all this shit. My brain. But anyway, um, he was the one that originally did um, Exiles, and I think I can't remember who he. I don't remember who he necessarily passed it off to. I know Tony Bedard was one of the writers who did actually did a really good job. Chris Claremont took it over and killed it. Did he? Oh, uh, well, it's Chris Claremont. So he added like 80 mutants to it? Uh, yeah, and a bunch of dangling fucking plot lines. Um, yeah, Chris Claremont. There you go, in a nutshell. Um, but uh, at one point they had, they went to a world where like, like they had like the like post-human war, like mutants versus right. um, non-superpowered humans, like Spider-Man, Iron Man, Captain America, all that jazz. And like basically, like Tony Stark had manipulated his way politically, socially to become like the monarch of the world. Um, but he wore like Doom's cape and all that shit. Like, okay. oh yeah. Um, and there was a whole bunch of like backstabbing with Magneto, and it was really actually really quite good. So they they basically made. Stark Trump? Yeah, kinda. You know, if Trump came out in an Iron Man suit, I would... Yeah, the same thing with the letters in your name. Yeah, but he's <laughs> not, like... <laughs> and not then, a genius and billionaire. I mean, no, he's definitely not. But either one of those. They are both big on branding. Yeah, but if he came out, like, in an actual suit, I'd be like... There's, there'd be a part of him go... <laughs> Probably Hydra, but I mean, I'd vote for Iron Man. <laughs> if he came out, if he came out in Iron Man, I'd be like, okay. Shit's gotten weird. I'm out. Shit's, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> Hillary Clinton's calling for uh, Pokemon and polls. Uh, yeah. I, I get it was Pokemon. funny on social media. It was not, not coming out of an no. actual mouth of a politician. It was not funny. And Trump's little Pokemon thing wasn't funny either. Did you see that? Like he mocked, no, but he, he mocked up uh, Pokemon Go and called it Trump or Hillary No. Oh, and like they made up fake stats for like her stats were something like thirty thousand uh, classified emails and blah 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 and, or destroyed emails and right, you know right, right. her special skill is lying and you know, it was really bad. Yeah. Very bad. Um, but. In other Pokemon Go news, <laughs> there was fuckloads of it. Um, so we talked about the the girl finding the dead body last week, right? Yeah. They found another one. So people are just finding dead bodies all over the place after this fucking game. Um, two Marines caught a man wanted for attempted murder while playing in California because they were playing Pokemon Go in their off time, and they noticed this guy that was acting weird around women and children, like creepy. Like, yeah, I'm creepy around women and children. Okay. So they called the cops and they held the guy down until the cops got there. And he ended up being wanted to somebody that was wanted for attempted murder. Um, people have been stalking the popular Pokestops and, and basically using the lures to get people to come and then robbing them. We talked about that a little bit. But I think it's funny that the lures lure Pokemon in people. <laughs> uh, a guy got stabbed in the shoulder in the woods of Portland while playing. 
He was looking for like forest Pokemon or plant Pokemon. I don't know. He was looking for whatever. Something. And he, I guess he bumped into a guy, and he assumed that the guy was wanting to play Pokemon with him. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, do you play? Do you want to battle?" And so the guy drove a knife into his fucking shoulder and like, yeah, told the battle. fuck off and ran off. And the guy didn't I go win. straight. Didn't go straight to the hospital. He kept like looking for fucking Pokemon. Um, until someone finally like, dude, you're bleeding a lot when you go to the hospital. <laughs> wow. Um, which, which I read that story, it reminded me of a story from when I was, in, when I was still living in New Orleans. Um, I was back in like 95 or 6, maybe 7. Um, LARPing had gotten really yeah. popular, in particular for that vampire role-playing game. Uh, Masquerade. Yeah, that one. Um, which was originally called Jihad. They changed Was it? That. Oh, yeah. The car- well, the card game was called Jihad. Okay. Um, but yeah, that game had gotten really popular with the LARPers in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and what of course shock. it was vampires, so all the goth clubs that I was hanging out in, they would show up, like, in mass. And there was one place called Sublevel 23, that a friend of mine owned, named after the Aliens mm-hmm. movie. Um, and I was hanging upstairs at the bar, there was a quiet little bar upstairs, and <clears throat> this kid walks upstairs and he looks at me, and he hands me a card, like a business card. The only thing that's on it is... Uh, I'm deaf. Please give me money. No. Oh. <laughs> With a piece of candy. Yeah. Um, no, it's just it was like a dagger uh-huh. or a stake. And, uh, and, and I looked at it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He's like, you're dead. I'm like, what? He goes, you're dead. I'm like, are you threatening me? What the fuck My- are you talking about? He goes... He goes, don't you play the game? I'm like, do I, I don't know what the fuck game you're talking about, but do I look like I play some game right now? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you vampire LARP was. I'm like, no. I can't see you vampire LARPing no. ever. Or LARPing, LARPing in general. In general? Or nope. looking like a vampire. Apparently Emily thinks I would. She's sitting there like you're shaking her head yes. <laughs> I, I know I would never LARP, but apparently. You might bite a chick, but that's about as far as it goes. Yeah, I mean, that's bad. That's not LARPing, that's just foreplay. <laughs> or LARP play. <laughs> or forelarping. Yeah, so I remember that. I was like, I was like when the kid did that, I was like, I don't play any game, and I'd recommend you don't make that mistake to the wrong people. Because I'm not really If you just said, like, you're dead, like, someone would be like, punch. Right. You're going to get fucking knocked out. Not by me, but there's plenty of other people that hung out in that bar that would just be like, no. I don't know what that means. Punk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, you're not a vampire. You drive a Honda. Vampires don't drive Hondas. Let's drive a hearse, dude. Come on. Um, <laughs> there was <laughs> so a guy got caught cheating on his girlfriend with his ex-girlfriend because of the game. Wait, what? So, so when you catch Pokemon, uh-huh. it keeps track. Like if you pull up the Pokemon, oh, the GPS. it shows you the GPS coordinates of where you caught it. Oh no! And I guess she was going through his Pokédex, and she's like. Why were you catching all these fucking Pokemon right by your ex-girlfriend's house? <laughs> he swears that he wasn't cheating on her. She didn't believe it and left. <laughs> oh my god. Um, they disrupted a weather pod, a weather broadcast. Like this guy's telling the fucking weather. I don't know where. But it's a newscast, like Monday morning news. And he gets the notification. He's, no, no, no. He's standing there talking about the weather, and this person just walks in front of the camera, staring at their fucking phone, going like this, flicking up the screen, like trying to catch. The guy just loses. He's like, apparently there's a Pokemon on the weather station now, so there you go. Catch them all. It, it um, is. It, it is going to go down as like one of the like one of the apps. Like it for a while. 
something else. Oh, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be the app for a while, and then people will get bored of it. it. Something else will come out. I still have only caught two Eddies. Um, Pokemon Go themed bar crawls are now coming up all over the place. Yeah. That actually kind of sounds like fun. Um, they've been people have been tweeting about how Pokemon Go has helped with their depression and anxiety issues. I can see that. Because it Once they make you meeting new people, you're getting out, you're getting exercise, house, which helps. Go outside, right. And, and it I don't like them, outside, but It yes. helps distract them from their feelings of depression. Yeah, but that's not a good thing. Well, I, no, I, I mean, I can go see a therapist still, but right. it, it helps. I mean, it's better than fucking popping pills every fucking four hours or whatever. Or just not getting out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Westboro Baptist Church got trolled by a Pokemon player because apparently the Westboro Baptist Church is a Poke gym. So someone took over that gym and put a huff, uh, not a Hufflepuff, a Jigglypuff in it. Oh no. And renamed it Love is Love. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and so Westboro Baptist Church response to that was all kinds of bulk, uh, social media response about how Pokemon is evil and is encouraging gay sex and marriage and they used like the Jigglypuff and the Pikachu to discuss how it was encouraging um, fornication with animals and which and leads it, me to a point about this. It's video. obviously a plot from the furry population oh, to increase it. the people that are involved in their fucking you know furries fetish. are I'm actually friends. Yeah, I mean you'd think like a religious would be cult a bit behind the times. Wouldn't really be knowing what a furry is, but nope, they do, so yeah. it gives them more ammunition on people to talk shit about. Um you know that uh, Pokemon I believe Pokemon porn uh, was trending for what Oh yeah. Four days straight, whatever. Yep. Why Have you, you watched any of it? No, God <laughs> it's no. It's fucking bad. It's really bad. Don't Is it watch Pokemon it. doing other Pokemon? No, it? it's not. <laughs> it's people it's doing... It's a trainer fucking Pikachu. And it's not a good Pikachu costume. It's literally just a porn star spray painted yellow with a bad Oh, Pikachu I thought like hat. someone had like, re-edited episodes to have them No, fuck. I'm sure there is. I don't know they couldn't. But the Pokemon porn I've seen is... It's, it's cosplay porn. Okay. Like Ash, guy dressed up as Ash, fucking yeah. Pikachu. In the Ash. In the Ash, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pikachu screaming, at me. oh god, oh god, yes, yes, yes. Pikachu. <laughs> I want a Pikachu when I'm naked. Um, it did increase. <laughs> that game in the first two days it came out increased Nintendo's market capital By seven point like five billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, their stock rose like thirty. Was it thirty-three? Thirty-three percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I read that. That there was a pathetic security researcher who came out and started saying that Pokemon Go on the iPhone could take over your Google account because I don't know he wanted attention and didn't bother actually doing the research. That doesn't make any sense. Then he had a backpedal. Well, okay, so if you get access to certain because you can use a, po- a Google account as your Okay. And it takes, it, it does request weird permissions, um, but it doesn't like send email as you, it doesn't do this shit right, that he's right. claiming it could do, and he ended up backpedaling quickly. Um, going, well, I'm not sure it can actually do that, but I mean, permission, love Right. Um, that did, however, go and make Senator Al Franken um, request from Niantic um, about exactly how it's collecting and storing used data, which. Niantic is, was owned by Google for a long time. I still think Google's a heavy investor. They're not. They're, but they're not. They're yeah. not part of Alphabet anymore. They split off after about the third or fourth year of Which is odd. For, well, 
Okay, I can see I can see both sides of it. With Al Franken, it's like he's a, he's a privacy advocate. Yeah. Mm. But and a the thing is, like stuff like this, like it. it's it's stored somewhere. It doesn't matter. It's always gonna well, be stored okay. somewhere. Let's let's take into the the always rule of the internet. If it's free, you're not the customer. Correct. They're paying for it somehow, and it's not by people no. buying Pokeballs for five bucks every now and then. Although I'm sure they're making a fuckload of money off of that. Oh yeah. Um, that's not the. That was never the main goal. Like Ingress never bought anything, and they would do these giant events in cities where you know thousands of people were congregating and playing. Um, that that was location data. They sold the fuck out of it. Yeah. Um, especially if you're owned by Google, like that's what they do. They sell data. They sell access to data. That's how they make their money. Ads don't make them the amount of money that they are worth. Um, in the last story, it was kind of fucked up. The Holocaust Museum oh no. in Europe. I didn't hear this. Um, there were several screen grabs taken by players who were playing in the Holocaust Museum. Mm-hmm. And the reason they were taking these screen grabs was because they kept encountering a poison Pokemon called Coughing. And I don't remember if you remember from the cartoon. Like, that was that big, like, ball monster thing that would spray poison gas in the air. Oh, no. And so there's pictures of... I don't, but... The coughing I'm monster in the Holocaust Museum. And the Holocaust Museum is officially requi- requested to no longer be involved in Pokemon. Because it's... Well, you just say that you're having, you know... Well... A journal course called Let's Just Be Frank. That's not oh. quite... That's not... German course. No. Let's be frank. It's like saying, you know, it's a hearing test named Keller. It's just a, um, or second. Well, you know, wait, Helen Keller was a bad driver. She was. She was one. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> good yes, joke. That, don't that's care. not a good joke. A that's a really joke. old joke. Yeah. And we just lost all two of our females. Um. Yeah, that was all the Pokemon. I'm sure there was other Pokemon news. That's all the shit that I came across. Various news feeds, which was full of nothing but fucking Pokemon shit. Uh, it's Pokemon or racially motivated uh, violence. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's either Pokemon, and everybody's happy and meeting each other, and exercising, or let's shoot cops. And or getting shot by cops. And here I am, like just quietly watching TV at my house. Or fuck it, let's take over Turkey. That was <laughs> oh my god! The president is back in power and is now calling for an extradite on the cleric. Um, yep. This ought to be yeah, interesting a, in terms a, of the Middle East. That was a fucked up situation. That was just last night. It started yesterday at like 4 p.m. Yeah, I, well, I thought went. Oh, okay. So I thought it happened like for three days. It was, but it was two. Okay. It was yeah. It was last night. It was yesterday and today. Yeah. Um, and the first thing I saw was like weird, random military took over TV stations. The military took over radio stations. And I saw no. I saw like Istanbul cool, and I was like, ooh, ooh. Yep. And then they declared martial law. Mm-hmm. And then military helicopters were attacking Parliament, like yes. the Parliament building, and then not like all right, like carpet bombing by any means, well, but like it, was, it was strategic but, attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then other military guys showed up and were fighting the helicopters, attacking Parliament. And then the president came, the president of Turkey came out and said, "No, no, no, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere." And then a bunch of people got arrested, and then someone started attacking or whatever it is, yes. their, their yes. version of the White House. Um, 
They've got several members of the military and um, I can't think of his name. Man. Was it cleric that led the coup like, in custody? Or uh, no, that he's yeah in yeah, custody, he's in but custody. he's in a um, he's in a is it? I don't know if he's in a non-extradition. I think non-extradition to Turkey. Like he can't be extradited to Turkey. I don't know where he is exactly. I, I didn't catch that on the news. Where do you uh, hide out to not be extradited to Turkey? They got him out quick. The minute they so started, where, like... Syria? I mean, there's not a lot of places that wouldn't hand them over. Well, and the thing is that the, the, well, the like, president of Turkey is asking for extradition, so I don't know where he is exactly. Okay. I, I, definitely not in Israel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they would... They'd be like, here you he have his dead body. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> we found this guy sneaking across the border. Thought you might want this back. Oh, know? no, we probably got him to death. <laughs> yeah. Um... I can't see Jordan not turning over because Jordan wants it, doesn't want that kind of thing. Their king, while they are very well compared to the rest of the Middle East, is very liberal. They don't want they, that kind of aggravation. They don't want that. Um, no. no, they do not. Would that be kind of. I mean, maybe he could hide out in Syria. Maybe? I, like I said, I, I didn't see where he had like, quote unquote, like, escaped to. Lebanon, maybe? I don't know. That's weird. Um, I didn't know but, the, but I know the president's calling for extradition, so I'm not quite sure where he is at this point while we're talking. Well, that was kind of, a friend of mine brought an interesting point. He's like, well, so Turkey's part of NATO. And all NATO members are supposed to help defend other NATO members. Yeah, it's an automatic backing. From external attack, is the way it's phrased. But not what, What's a military coup, like, and moving back at that point? Like, when I first started reading, I'm like, really? So... Did well, we that's an internal attack. That's not a right. But I started thinking. I'm like, all right. When I first started reading the news report, I'm like, all right. Did we start this? No. Or did someone else start this? And it sounds like it was somebody else. It sounds like it was the the, the radical people. It's completely internal. I mean, in terms of Turkey. Yeah, but um, Turkey. It wasn't like when the U.S. like does like the weird coups to uh, you know insult puppet dictators, right? Um, or puppet well, then leaders. Then, and then there's been a lot of back and forth between Turkey and Russia as well. Yeah. So that was another like, ooh, this could get really messy really fast. Um, thankfully it didn't. Oh, and it sounds like it's mostly over now, but it's, I guess they've arrested like 1,500 people so mm-hmm. far. I'm sure they're not done. Um, uh, no. And uh, I think a bulk of it is uh, military. Yeah. That's what I read. It was mostly military because I don't think, based on the people's reaction, they didn't know what the fuck was going on. No. no. The general public did not know. It was like, it was a, well, I want to say Blitzkrieg because we're about the Holocaust Museum. <laughs> but I mean, it was like, well, was what, 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 what Blitzkrieg means, it's, it's, it was a lightning strike. Like, it was, like, bam, all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, it was on the spot. I mean, it, probably not on the spot as much as the way I'm perceiving it, but I mean, carefully orchestrated, but still, like, boom, 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 stri- very strategic. One um, of the people that I'm very glad I wasn't last night was any member of the U.S. military that is in Turkey guarding the nuclear weapons that we uh, have there. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm sure they were on high fucking alert. Oh, sphincters, like, just getting sucked back up <laughs> yeah, there. If that door opens, you're getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if your name's Jim or Ahmed, like, you're fucking you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, you didn't do the secret knock. I know your knock. wife don't care. Boom. Like, you, you didn't do the secret knock. Fuck yeah. off. You <laughs> didn't do the secret knock. <laughs> You didn't say, like, who's on first, you're dead. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a little rascal style. Like, you didn't say the password. Boom! <laughs> That's a little more extreme than little rascals. <laughs> no I girls allowed. I'd imagine Alfalfa was holding on that 
Yeah, might be a little racist on that, but I, I you know. What's the fat kid's name? Fat kid. No, what? Chunky. No. Chubby. The one that was always biting off Alva for the girl. Yeah, no, yeah. I can see little Rascals is a bit out of my Well, it's a little bit out of mind, too. How old do you fucking think I am? But I do remember watching, like, one or two of the episodes when I was a kid just because they were on early Saturday morning. I didn't sometimes. see the movie. That would have stuck in my I didn't do the movie. I, um, just, I just remember Eddie Murphy being alfalfa singing the hits. He's looking for nub in all the non uh-huh. places. Yeah. Moving on. So... Like I said, I've been hiding in a hole watching nothing but TV as opposed to being uh, politically active. Glad's not true. Um, and you have been politically active. You've been writing. It's, yes, well, yeah. Um, so there goes that idea. Well, I said, like, yeah, and then you did yeah. the hole in a hole. Um, so I'm just going to slam through. We'll we'll get to Mr. Robot last. If you have a feeling. Okay. We'll, we'll go through that. So, Preacher. Um, I do want to say my two things on Preacher real quick. They've been doing a flashback to um, Jesse and uh, Tulip as kids, mm-hmm. which, once again, screws the comics, but different, but okay. Um, you do get the two kids talking about Till the End of the World, which is a big deal in the comics. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad to see the introduction of that. Well, they've been saying it in the present time frame as well, haven't they? I mean, I've She's been like doing that thing. Like, remember when um, in the comics, like when Jesse like finally reconnects, which is like, like you know what I mean? When he goes yeah. till the end, of, and she goes, "Don't you say that if you have any feeling for me." Like, yeah. it's that kind of tension on till the end of the world with them right now. Um, but it was nice to see kind of the 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 origin of it um, on the show, not right? Um, as well as basically, Jesse told. Odin Kincannon, who's the big bad this season. Um, who doesn't come in till the original printing, book seven, but um, to serve God. Okay. Uses the word on him, um, and Odin's like, yeah, okay. And Jesse's like, I turned one. I think I can turn them all. And then Odin kills like four people. Right. And is about to bulldoze Jesse's. Well, Jesse's land, but Jesse's father's land, with the church and all that on it, um, because he views that that's what is righteous and will, you know, what God would want. What this implies to me, and I literally have the note, and I want to say it this way, an inkling that there is no God. And when I say that, calm down. Um, <laughs> no, I'm an atheist. Once again, calm down. Um, is that there's no God in heaven. Which, if you read the comics, you know very early on, God fucked up. God right. left heaven. Yeah. So to say serve God may not work in the same way. Once again, like with Jesse and the original, um, uh, um, it wasn't a captain, whatever the the sergeant root, like our space's dad. Yeah. Where he says like, I told him to go fuck himself, and he lifted up his yeah. dick and shoved it up his colon. And he yeah. goes, I need to learn not to use it so literally. Yeah. I think that Jesse's about to learn that lesson where he says serve God, but if God's not in heaven, necessarily mitigating morality, what does that mean? Um, it gets obviously very deep when I start pulling stuff like that out of my ass. Yeah, we're going theological. Um, well, it's a, it's a theological western, effectively. Um, 
But I think that... Welcome to No God, just the clap. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Um, no. <laughs> no. But, um, I think that's the inkling that, like, you know, the angels obviously know more than they know, or are letting on more than they know. Yeah. Um, and that God is not necessarily directing morality in heaven, which he didn't in the comics. Um, but I think in the show, this is how they may show it. Now, this is supposition on my part. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't say predisposition mm-hmm. earlier. I can say supposition now. Um, welcome to Donglish. Um, <laughs> that's infected three shots. Yep. Um, but I think that's the inkling. Like, that's where I think they might be treading that ground of, like, God's... Not dead. Like, I'm not saying that. But, like, God's... God. Well... Once again, in the comics, he just fucks off. But he's missing. Like, no, he's not missing. In the comics? They just don't know where he is. Because angels... That, how is that missing? How is that not missing? If well, they, they know he's still around. It's not like he got abducted. They'd be like, you know, I can't find my keys. Oh, you lost them? No, they're not lost. They just can't find them. But they're not missing. They exist somewhere, somehow. In terms of God, not your keys. Why are we getting I don't know. Oh, this is in philosophy. This is semantics, pure and simple. Um, so that's so that's where I'm, I'm going with the preacher, and I'm really digging. Like I said, different but good. Um, uh, Cassidy called Eugene the arsefacey kid. Yeah. So we're getting closer and closer to him being arsefacey. Mm-hmm. Though once again, I don't know if you are you caught up, but I'm, one, up, but I'm uh, gonna ruin it. I'm sorry. No, fucking do um, it. Eugene arsefacey. Uh, told Jesse that it's not right to, like, use... He didn't quite know what it was, but, like, use the, the voice. Yeah. The voice on the entire town to make them quote-unquote serve God. And Jesse might have used the voice and told Eugene to go to hell. At which point he disappeared with the, and the flyer that was in his hand just floated down oh, to the ground. God. So... Does this build like Arsface looking for vengeance against right. Custer and Cassidy and, and Tulip eventually? We'll see. Um, the last thing we saw, I think, not not the last thing we saw, we saw um, Kim Cannon like with the bulldozer and all of the men from the plant right. about to take on the church. But um, at one point, Jesse like starts pulling up floorboards where Eugene was and starts digging through the dirt, um, hoping. To apparently dig to hell and find Eugene. Okay. Or Arsface. Um, Twelve Monkeys, the second to last episode. I, I still need to watch that. I, I watched the first episode of the first season and I haven't caught up. It is, once you start, like, it's like Orphan Black. Like, you don't realize you're Terror sucked in it. until, like, halfway through and you're like, I'm into everything. Um, because of the whole time travel thing where it's like, you like, meet people and they're like, oh yeah, like I've known you for 12 years. And he's like, what are you talking about? I haven't been 1950 yet. And it's like, well, that's yeah. going to happen eventually. They're like, you're the reason I have this scarf. We've never met. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have that whole thing. Um, the second season... Tiny, tiny wimey, wibbly, wobbly. Yep. Um, um, it's the second to last episode. Um, the whole, literally, the whole world's at stake. Um... <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so they've kind of, one's fighting a front on the future, one's fighting a front in the past. Okay. So while everyone's dying in the future, Cole and the lady are just fucking in the past. 
Like they finally hooked up and we all went, Yay, Ross Rachel, woohoo! Time to talk Ross and Rachel. Did you really do that? Do that? Yes. Specifically? That's okay, no. But effectively to Yeah. For our listeners who don't watch it. Um, it's the will they won't they type of thing. It's the moonlighting of time travel shows. And uh Wow, you really pulled that one out. When I think will I they won't they, it's I'd always gonna be moonlighting. I haven't thought of moonlighting forever. Um, so while Cassie and uh, Cole finally fuck, everyone in the future is getting killed. killed. <laughs> like, br- like actually brutally. Like, See what happens when people hook up that shouldn't hook up? Everybody fucking dies. Yep. Next so worst to- STD ever. Death? If I fuck you, <laughs> everyone's gonna die. Imagine that neuroses. Let's hope I don't take that one on. No, let's not. Um... But I'm really excited to see what happens in the next episode because they're going to be the second season finale. It did get picked up for a third, Good. so so you're happy. Oh, I'm thrilled. Um, I, it's a great show. Um, but we'll see. With everyone dead in the future, it's up to the two fuck bunnies in the. If everyone's dead in the future, what's the point of saving the future? Well, it's that they were taking out a character called the Witness, um, and you find out that the Witness has like a weird temporal. I don't know, compound or like place. Okay. Um, in this um, drug-induced haze, you had to watch it. All right. Um, but the house um, and some of the uh, weird mantra that comes along with the house to like in- induce the trance. Okay. Happened in 1957 while Cassie and Cole are talking, and the main character buys the house. Okay. Not knowing what it is. Okay. So Cassie's like. I've been here before. Part of the mantra is, you've been here before. Um, there's blood on the grass, and he cuts himself like while cutting a piece of wood. And it's like, and then it starts raining, and it's like, the whole thing's like, the rain has washed the blood clean, like, the whatever, like. So, like, part of the mantra to get to the weird, like, you know, like, un- uh, uh, subconscious, whatever, house, like, leads directly into <clears throat> the actual physical events of Cole and Cassie reconnecting with the house. Like, it's, so fucking awesome. It's 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 like um, I don't want to use this as a segue by any means, but it's like Mr. Robot, where it's so intelligently convoluted. Yeah. Um, like it. That you like you have to binge it or you have to follow it week after week after week because otherwise you lose track. Like there's no there's no fucking way. Yeah. Like there's a character who I know is dead, but he'll be coming back um, well, because they've implied that he know that he's known Cole for a long time. Right. But he's only met Cole twice. And it's like, well, with time travel, you're gonna whatever. So apparently, I know the, that either the time machine isn't destroyed, or the witness can move like in time on his own, so they'll gain that ability. Like, I don't know which it's gonna be, but it's obviously gonna happen, especially because there's a, a third season. Right. So, um, 12 Monkeys, watch it. It's a mind fuck. Like, it's a mind fuck, is all I can really say, and I love it. Um, Sounds like the writers are being very careful with how they're writing things. They have to be. We, yeah, I know, but you start dealing with watching most time travel shows or time travel movies, and you can find all kinds of problems with it. Or like, well, wait, but he did wait, this. Why didn't this person recognize that person? Right. Uh, we're getting into a little bit with that. With um, I liked the resetting with, with the flashpoint, but like, that's why uh, I know um, Dan Harmon and uh, Justin Roiland from uh, Rick and Morty have said they're never going to outright do a time travel episode because it would negate like 
half a season. Everything. Yeah, like they're like it but would be did, it would be too they hard. They did restart everything at one point, didn't they? <coughs> no, they had the character go to an alternate reality where they still were alive. Yeah, or the world was unfucked. Um, and they went and got those characters from the unfucked world. No, wow. it was that they went to the unfucked world. They went to a world oh, where it right. wasn't fucked. Okay. Um, but their characters died, and then they just like took their places. Right. Not time travel. Right, right. Uh, but they said like we're not ever really gonna truly do a time travel. They had the one where it was like time kept getting splintered, mm -hmm. and they had the weird nutsack time cop. Um, <laughs> um, but. They said, like, we're never truly going to do a time travel one because it would be such a headache and would, like, it retcons so much. Yeah. Like, and with animation, you can't really undo it. You can't, you don't have the time. Live action, you could maybe have a couple episodes, smooth it over. Right. Um, especially something like Flash, uh, where it starts to become a thing and you're like, okay, how does Wally react to this? You know, right. like, you know, Ollie's still a prick. Moving on. Speaking, uh, speaking of the Flash, though, yeah, are you done with your? Uh, yeah, okay. go ahead. Uh, they did release some stills this week of Kid Flash. Of Kid Flash, uh, while well, I like Kid Flash, and there was another still they showed on set of Kid Flash with a dark suited speedster. Um, that I have not seen. Yeah, it kind of looks like the Black Racer, like the Jack Kirby. Yeah. Skis and all that jazz. Yeah. He's got an all black with a giant lightning bolt going from like neck almost down to like the belly. Okay. It's just a single yeah. kind of orangey yellow outline. But the lightning bolt itself is still black. Okay. And the only character I can think of is that it looks because it doesn't look like the Well it looks like Jay Garrick. Well, no, uh, well I mean the the suit itself reminds me of what, what Jay Garrick's original outfit looks yeah, like. Yeah, except all dark. So like all you could have Black Racer, you could have this was like a Black Flash, it which we like still that. haven't seen Black Flash. We kind of have. But um, a, a very overlooked version, um, a lot of people don't remember or know of um, Jay Garrick's opposite number, his reverse Flash, which was Rival. Okay. Um, which was, oh God, what was his name? Was it Edward Claris? Like you're going to correct me. Yeah, I'm like, I don't The last name is Claris. I know that for a fact. Um, so don't tweet me. Um, I'm still a fucking nerd. Um, but I think it was Edward Claris, I, I want to say, who wore, like, a, um, when, like, Jay's suit was, like, bright red and, yeah. uh, yellow, it was, like, blood red. Um, okay. Or, like, remember, like, uh, when Wally West had, like, the, the darker red flash yeah. suit? It was, like, that color with, like, um, a more golden, um, okay. uh, lightning, but it was... Um, reversed on the the um, x-axis, I guess you'd say. Alright. So it was like a re literally yeah, a reverse yeah, yeah. lightning bolt? Yeah. Um, that might be a thing. So the, in the still, I mean, granted, it's TV, so you never know what they're going to do in post. Um, especially when that's so heavy on, on Yeah, but Black's not one to be CGI. Like, it would be like green or, or Right, or but, but the suit itself, yeah, I'll take one. Um, the suit itself it, it was kind of, it was dark. It was definitely dark, but it was almost like, in certain spots, it looked like a dark bronze. Like, they didn't make it black. They made it sort of, I don't know, like when you take leather and beat it up, and it, it like you took black leather and you beat it up for a while, you'd start having it wear out and change color a little bit right. in certain spots. 
that's what it looks like in this picture. It looks like mostly a dark, dark suit with spots of kind of a dark bronze or dark brown kind of look to it. So maybe, maybe it is the, the character he was talking about, not Black Raven. There's uh, another character I'm going to talk about when I get closer to the mic. You're not my real dad. You're not my supervisor. There was a character at one point where Wally disappeared uh, when Wally, in the comics, when Wally was the Flash. Right. Um, and what we'll talk about, remind me about the uh, Kid Flash. Hashtag Wally. Hashtag, all Hashtag all all Flash. Hashtag Wally. All Flash matter. All speedsters matter. Uh, <laughs> no. Menos and Menos didn't. Right. Oh, God. Mm. Um, thanks, Mark Wade, for killing them. Uh, they were useless. Um, they ended up being package delivery people. Really? Way to use your speed. Well, pizza delivery or package delivery, I mean, either way. Uh, they got their uh, speed <clears throat> robbed while they were, like, running up a building. What? And, yeah. It was when this uh, self-styled god of speed named Savitar, like, was absorbing all of the speed force from all the other speedsters. As you do, apparently. Yeah. That's not a play well, there's, story yeah. at this point. There's only going to be one. They're like fucking high-speed Highlanders. But, uh, but yeah, these two speedsters were like <laughs> running packages up a building and then... Fell. Yeah, like several stories. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the only person he couldn't steal the speed force from was Wally, of course, because he had the direct contact. Mm-hmm. But... Um, at one point, Wally disappears, and I believe they referred to him as Wallace West, um, which was eh, um, basically a darker, it was almost like the Dark Knight equivalent of Dark Knight, or Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns equivalent of Flash, oh, wow, okay. where like he had <laughs> lost Linda in this attack and grown like lethal and cold. Um, and he came back, he was the Flash for a while, um, could feasibly be an alternate Wally West who becomes okay. the Flash after maybe Barry dies in a crisis, because they've already hinted that yeah. Barry disappears in a crisis. Well, yeah, in the newspapers. Yeah, or, or, or whatever, future, hollow papers or whatever. Well, they didn't say he died, they said he disappeared. Right. That's what I'm saying, like, it could be... Which I mean, he did, didn't he disappear? He died in crisis. He tend well... I don't remember. They it's said he died. Well, they they killed. They effectively killed him. Yeah. Uh, for like well over twenty years, um, and then they ended up bringing them back. Because 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 Jeff Jones. Well, because Jeff Jones has got a fucking soft spot hard on for the Silver for Age. The, is it Silver? Yeah, it's uh, Silver Age. Because Wally's modern age. Um, Wally West. Is, I mean, he's my flash. Like, there's no end all. I mean, I love. I, I love some of the Barry Allen stuff that Jeff Johns has written, but I mean, Jeff Johns written Wally West is is my flash. Mark Wade writing Wally West is my flash. Um, it's not <laughs> like there's an argument. Kyle Rayner's not my Green Lantern. Hal Jordan is absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But it was when Jeff Johns brought him back. Okay. I never, att- I never really got mm-hmm. into. Like if anyone went, eh, John Paul Valley's my Batman, I would punch them in the head. Wasn't that the um, mm-hmm. original? Um, Asriel. Asriel, thank you. Mm-hmm. He turned into like weird bat armor Batman. It was yeah, ter- he was fucking terrible. Well, and he was not a pleasant character. 
Mm-hmm. Not, not, not what I remember, because that was around the Nightfall time, wasn't it? That was Nightfall. Yeah. Okay. That was Nightfall and Night's Quest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I still have Nightfall. I have the entire... Like, the whole thing? Mm-hmm. I've got scattered issues. All the books. Like, still have all the books. I'd love to reread it, but I guarantee, like, I guarantee it doesn't hold up for, like, every third issue. It's like when you try to read, like, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths, and you're like, oh, I'm going to read about the death of Barry Allen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you're going... They say crisis every fifth word. This is fucking ridiculous. It's a crisis. It's a crisis. It's a crisis. What's going on? It's a crisis. Like well, it, the writing I, doesn't hold up. At Marvel is a war. We yes, <laughs> that's the running thing. And they're having uh, the second civil war. Yes, they are. Which I like which the is premise of it, but I wouldn't call it civil. Yeah. Which apparently, so the, the premise of it is they find a, that there is, is an inhuman. There is an inhuman. Okay, so the Terrigen Mists came on. In the Marvel comic universe, like they like released they the, the Terra across the world, right? Almost like that it actually which showed. is which is uh, killing the mutants, not killing the mutants, but was was uh, sterilizing. Them. So yes, because there's a huge thing about the X Men and, and mutants. Right, with the Cy- Cyclops is dead. Um, He's coming back. I'm sure he will. But uh, there's a young Cyclops. He'll be yes. part of the new whatever. Yeah, but the anyway, new champions. Uh, I can't believe that. But there's a. There's a t- there's an inhuman who came out of the mist that has a free card ability, mm-hmm. and Ms. Marvel and wants Iron Man to act on those free card abilities. And Iron Man says Iron no. Man says no, which history is good, should just because that you know makes him less of a dick than the last uh, Civil War. Um, so maybe he learned something. <laughs> he learned from his mistakes. He's like a War. rainbow, ra- starting a rainbow go over Iron Man. <laughs> the more you, more know. you know. Um, learn from your mistakes. But we all thought you were a scroll. Apparently, the precog had some vision of the Hulk killing all the Avengers, like killing all the yeah. And so they go approach Bruce Banner, who hasn't been the Hulk in like a year, according to this story. Right. No, right. Zamadeus Cho's been the right. totally awesome Millennial Hulk, right. or whatever they call him. But he's been. But it comes out that he's experimenting with gamma radiation again. Mm-hmm. But it's his way of controlling. Making sure he doesn't have an episode. Making sure he doesn't have a And it's a matter of, like, do we trust him on this one or do we not? Right, and then uh, Ms. Marvel gets in a fight and an argument with him about it, along with somebody else. And basically, like, in the middle of this argument, there's a panel of Banner, like, looking angry and flaccid. They don't make his eyes green, but, but he's angry. He's agitated. And I mean, the next panel, there's a fucking arrow in his and chest. And Hawkeye just drops. <laughs> and he's like, I saw his eyes turn green for a second. He told me to do this. <laughs> like it was, a, it was a specially made arrow that um, Banner had given Hawkeye in the event right, that right. he would ever. He's like, I know you can make Breaking, the shot. Yeah, so break glass in case of this will kill me. Yeah. Um, so he took the shot. So Banner's dead. Hawkeye's under arrest. Um, Who gives a shit on that one? I like Hawkeye. Although there was, you know, there was a really good question popped by uh, the So Like You Know podcast. They had a picture of Rambo, Legolas. Oh, I saw that. Um, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Katniss. Yeah, Katniss. Um, Arrow, Green Arrow, and I don't remember who the sixth person was. There was someone who was missing. Where we all went, uh, what about? Yeah, but they were like, okay, who would, who would win? Who's the best archer? Basically, um, I was like, wait, because everyone's like, Legolas, Legolas, Legolas. No. I'm like, no, wait. Do they get to use? Because Green tri- Arrow can take out Legolas. Well, I, t- I had like, do, are we using trick arrows? Or are we restricting to regular arrows? Like, what's the deal here? Is there here? a box glove at the end of it? Is it an <laughs> no, island? The boxing glove arrow. 
But he's like, no, of course you can use trick arrows. I'm like, well, then it's going to be Hawkeye Guy or, or fucking Green Lantern. Or Green, Green Lantern. Green Arrow. Because um, they'll just start busting out, like, crazy fucking weird arrows. Well, and you got to imagine that Green Arrow at one point was the real Rambo in terms of, like, being on an island and, like, surviving, so... Exactly. Um, yeah, no, there was someone missing from that. That uh, There were a few of us that brought up, and I can't remember who it was. Um, not Hunter. But anyway. Um... I want to touch on the Marin finale, and then we'll get into the, uh, the bulk of the end. Okay. Um, Marin finale. It's 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 over. Um, Marin didn't over? come out and say like no it's last season. Okay. Namas. You gonna be okay with that? Yeah, I've got all four seasons in my external. I'll be fine. I'll, I'll rewatch it. <laughs> it's just to. whenever you get depressed, you're gonna lock yourself in a room. Watch of the TV show. Of Marin, who's my spirit animal. Um, in case you didn't know, Mark Marin is my spirit animal. Um, like, where's Dudman? He's a Watch him Marin. Make himself feel better. Um, he's watching the rehab season of Marin. <laughs> <laughs> um, it ends with him uh, driving out in his dad's RV, who it gets bequeathed to him. Okay. Um, going to meet the kid that he had with the lesbian couple. Alright. And it's him, like, just trying to find a touchstone. And early on in the, re- in, in the rehab episodes, you have, I remember I, remember I was telling you um, uh, Don Stark, the guy from the 70s show, playing his sponsor yes. based on Jerry Stahl, goes like, it's just running away. Your problems are always going to be wherever you go. It doesn't matter if you leave or not. Which I actually had a friend say to me. Uh, once I got out of therapy, and I was in the move out of state, he goes, eh, figure your shit out here, and if it doesn't work, then you can move. Yeah, he goes, try to solve them. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, then you can fucking move. Like, didn't solve the damn thing. So we'll see. But, uh, that's a long story. I might think. Yeah, um, that's a damn podcast. That's a damn podcast. Yeah. Um, but he goes to find his kid, finds a kid, turns out the lesbian who's not a lesbian anymore. Um, like Leiden said See? that she'd gotten. Just like Banky said, he's fucking chasing Amy. Everyone just needs some deep dick. Just needed the right dick. Actually, I was gonna go with the lesbian ex-girlfriend, which another parallel on Marin in my life. But yes. That's uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> See, that. like, yeah, y'all laugh when I saw it, but it's like when I say it, but it's like the more I talk about, it, the more you go, oh, okay. shit. I did not turn her gay. <laughs> that was a whole other dude. A whole other dude who was very effeminate. And if he listens to this, I don't give a shit because I'll stand by that one. I'm pretty sure she will as well. Um, so he goes out to find his kid. The former lesbian says, "Oh, I got." Tells her mom, um, "Like I got knocked up and the guy ran out, so I moved back home to the small town." Uh, Marin tracks her down. By her, uh, the the uh, ex lesbian played by Carmen Esposito, which is great, um, tracks her down, survives in the small town by getting a quote unquote job at a bookstore run by M. C. Gainley. Who? Okay. Um, did you watch this fight? Yeah, a The Crowder Dad. Okay. Did you ever watch? Uh, How well do you know Conair? I don't know. The pilot, Swamp Thing. Okay. Okay. And Ron Perlman. <laughs> Yeah, so these two guys were in a bookstore, which was fucking amazing. 
in a small town. <laughs> Pretty much, actually. Um, and he ends up reconnecting with the lady, the kid, the mom. The moms in reha- are in AA as well, so they kind of have like a weird passive-aggressive, like these great passive-aggressive moments in the meeting where he's apologizing for upsetting her daughter, but he can't outright say, like, your daughter. He goes, I upset someone. I was just trying to reconnect. And she's like, maybe you should just move on. Like, they're having these weird, like, passive-aggressive jabs at each other, which is great. But at the very end, um, it's Marin in a park with his son. Um, ends very ambiguously. Is he going to stay there? Is he going to move on? Um, he's quit the bookstore that he only worked at for, like, three days, but whatever. Um, is he going to move on? Is he going to stay with the kid? Is there enough with the... What do they call them? Hasbians? Um, is that what they call them? That was in Chasing Amy. I don't know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just watched that. I was on a fucking... Kevin Smith. I, 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 I'd go on a tear once in a great like, Oh, look, mall rats. Oh, uh, look, Chasing Amy. No, I think in Chasing Amy, they color they, at one point call her a has-been. Yeah, okay. You know uh, what you can't find online right now? Hmm. Dogma. Can't buy a digital copy, can't stream it anywhere. I'll throw it on disc for you, I don't know. Oh, no, I've got a copy if I want to get lazy. I want to stop being lazy and get my drive, but, um, yeah, no, you can't. Shit demon. I know, I need to watch a movie with a shit demon, and, and like Gold Dawson. I wonder name of the muse. Oh, Selma Hayek. Yeah. It's just the part where she's like, I lack definition. And they're like, <laughs> they're getting a free show. And the leader of the gang in that is the uh, black militant comic gay guy mm-hmm. in um, Jason Candy. I did, I did when I watched James. I didn't know, I didn't even scream Black Rage. I was pissed myself. What's a Nubian? <laughs> so that's easily one of the best things. Uh, my point is, uh, it ends, Marin ends ambiguously, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, not like Soprano style, but I mean, it ends with like, you're like, he has a very uncomfortable look on his face when he's holding a baby, which I ended up showing you a side-by-side version of, yeah, like me and my daughter, which, not that I'm ambiguously, like, I'm, I'm unsure of my daughter by any means, and my, my love for her. But it's like, it was like, Marin holding a baby. Doug holding a baby. It's the same facial expression. <laughs> I have a slightly bigger beard. Um, a slightly bigger head. Oh, that was just that was just uh, uh, having a phone that didn't have a selfie cam on it. Okay. That's how actually weirdly old my daughter is. Is they didn't have the switch around uh, camera phones yet. It was iPhone three or old. Shut up. Um. Finally, and before we get into the uh, yeah, the usual ending nonsense, yeah. I knew we were going to be talking about this for a while. I have to truncate it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Robot's back. Yeah, we, we have to truncate it a little bit because I've only seen parts of it. You've only seen to intermission. Yeah. I am going to ruin a bit of. No. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I can't do that. Okay. Can't ruin it. You can talk about the the parts that we've seen that we don't know about. Uh. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll take off that one note then. Um, I had to pause twice in 15 seconds watching the first half of the premiere. Yeah, you said, like, oh shit. I'm like, alright, well, there's a couple parts of The minute Mr. Robot, or Christian Slater, we'll call him Mr. Robot. Shot him? Shot him. I paused and was like, 
what the fuck? Because you see, like, the uh-huh. splatter. And then Elliot gets back up, and this is the I second time I'm going to pause, when he goes, like, starts going into his journal and goes, he shot me in the head again. again. I didn't freak out this time. I paused and was like, what have we missed? <laughs> like, as drips on the notebook. And like, which is probably psychosomatically a hallucination because I was talking to a co-worker who watches it as well and they go did he talk to Gideon in the first episode I'm like yeah yeah like she's like well what does that mean I'm like he's imagining and it's obviously in his head or coming out of his head I think head he actually did talk to Gideon he did but like in terms of like the bullet when we starts wrapping it oh, up have yeah, yeah. uh, you seen that yes yeah. okay um so I watched him back to back so I have a little bit of a like, I don't know what happened in which one. Oh, no, it ended, the first episode ended with the CTO um, agreeing to take the money out. Yeah. Okay, so I can't talk about that. Cool. Um, uh, that was a huge shock, was Mr. Robot shooting Ellie in the head, the journal. Back up with the train again. Yes. Which, when they were talking originally, she's like, no, but I agreed. It took a long time for me to agree to do this, but I agreed, and you agreed to do this. She goes, if you were honest. Because he goes, I don't trust him. And then it took, it probably took about, what, half an episode for him to go, hi. Oh, you're there again. Yeah. Like, that was pretty funny. I I, I don't trust you. You didn't tell me things that you were supposed to. Like, yeah, like, Like, there are secrets. Like, Like, we're not, oh my (laughs) God. I was like, I was like, oh God, I feel horrible. (laughs) Like, Like, you just made your audience go, oh. uh Like, I'm so. Sorry, like I, I didn't know when you knew. Like I would have told. Now, now I know what a kicked puppy feels like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Um. And I'm <coughs> right. There you go. Buddy. Yes. What? Nothing. <laughs> Get him. <coughs> okay, that's enough. Um. No, you can there. Okay. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. It's <coughs> Stop. Um, what, what else do you have to say about the fin- uh, the uh, season like, premiere of Mr. Robot? Robot. He felt like a kick puppy too. That's what Obviously. He's like, oh, he's working it out. Yeah. He's working it out. Okay, cool. He's having therapy with himself right now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, who's the other part? Oh, so my theory on Leon. He's another construction. He's another, he's another imaginary. I can't. I know, but I think I think. But I think so. As I well. think he's another imaginary person. They haven't another personality coming out in him. Well, the fact that like he has lunch with him, di- or breakfast, lunch, and dinner with him at the exact same times. No, that part I get. The routine aspect of mm. like keeping a routine to make have sure you, that you have, don't go has off Craig the rails. Has Craig Robinson popped up yet for you guys? No. Yeah. No, but I get the I get the creating a routine so. That Keep yourself from being depressed. To keep yourself from going off it the works. rails. Like, okay, it, I will it say works. it works to his detriment. Yeah, I'm sure it does. It's not going to go well for him. It's Mr. Robot. It's <laughs> Nothing's going to go well for dark, any of them. It's a fucking dark series. Also, um, don't ever buy a smart house. Yeah. That was about, <laughs> like, we were watching that, and the music's going crazy, the lights are going off and on, the alarm's going on. And <laughs> just like, oh, someone hacked your house. And okay. probably very, very easily. Oh, yeah. This thing, well, I mean, the Nest controllers, um, people love to put all that smart shit in their house, and every, they use a proprietary Wi-Fi protocol, mm-hmm. um, but there's no security. 
So the, uh, the only reason it's proprietary is because there's a little bit of, I can't remember if it's a slightly different frequency or a slightly different communication, I think it's communication protocol. So the frequency is the same, but the communication protocol is different, but it's 802.11 Wi-Fi. You can still sniff it oh, yeah. from the laptop. You can still inject into it. Uh-huh. Um, so like, I've had friends that I just love that she was like, unplug what? It's in the walls. And I'm like, I, oh my God. Yep. Like, that... Hit Once the, again, like hit the big switch on the side of your house that looks like trippy coming. Yeah, it's about the only way to do it. Just hit the fuses and deal with we'll see it. See what happens. Yep. Um, I actually had a weird uh, music nerd moment where uh, went really. Fuck you, music nerd. Yeah, apparently <laughs> so. Apparently, the dog does not like Sonic Youth. Um, I like this. I, I did like that. That they had like Bull in the Heather, specifically Bull in the Heather, where I was like, she just put it on for like all the three seconds, and I was yeah. like, look at Sonic. Yeah, it they is. Do look great. I really like the sound, the music they choose. Um, it's very. I like it a lot. It's first, very the apropos. Season, mm-hmm. I really started to be like, oh my god, it's not like that. Oh my god, it's good. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. Like it's not. It's like, at first you're like, so random. Like she's listening to Sonic Youth, and then you're like. That specific song, I'm like, Bull in the Heather, I'm like, yep, works, totally, because she well, like puts like, it on and then goes, I'm going to argue with everybody. Well, it was like when we started, um, when we were talking about the finale of last season, and you were like, oh my god, and that guitar version of Where's My Mind from the Pixies came on, like, it was, it worked, but at the same time it was also the, the, the writer's blatant way of going, yeah, we ripped this off of fucking... Fight Club, absolutely. Which is my third note. It's a high-tech Fight Club. It is. It's one of those like I half I honestly and I don't mean to be glib about it. Half expected Mr. Robot to have the gun and then Ellie go. The gun's not in your hand. The gun's in my hand. Uh-huh. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. that scene is very much the end of Fight Club. Well, but he does kind of do that when Gideon sitting there talking to him and, and Mr. Robot sitting there and slit his throat. He does kind and he of goes, how much of this is you? How much of this is right. me? Right, he's like, if I slit his throat, did you really do it? Or the knife in your hand, and you did it? Like, I mean, it's... It starts playing with, like... It, yeah. it actually starts playing with, like, Taylor Durden on a whole... Well, having... It's taking a soft for, for those of us who haven't read Fight Club 2. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, how much of this is me? How much of this is you? How much can you trust that it's well, me then, or you? Right. It's like, when you self-realize that you're... That the person you're talking to is actually yourself. How much, <laughs> when that person is another personality in your own head, how much does that fuck with you? Question. And I'm actually asking this. Okay. Do you think. What do you think happened to Terrell? I'm not sure yet. They made it look like he shot him. Who? Elliot. Who? Terrell. No. Make it look like Elliot. I mean, Elliot or Mr. Well, Robot? Fair enough. They don't show what the persona is in control at that point. They yeah. show him reaching into the popcorn machine. Where that was actually at the end of the uh, first season as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they I, 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 will, I will say with the second episode, like, there's no answer. So I'm, no. I'm fairly confident. I, I, I knew there wasn't out. a second I knew there wasn't an answer. Not the wife gets it. fucking weirder. She would have fucking shock. She started running. That's what I thought was jogging at first. Jogging. Yeah, like, I couldn't figure out who that she was. Kind of looked a little like her, but then she got the smart house and like that's not her. Honestly, I thought it was the um, adoptive sister with uh, new hair after she joined E Corp. Yeah, okay. 
So I was like, oh, of course they would attack her. Like, why not? Because yeah. um, she joined the evil empire, apparently. Yes. Which gets played off later with the lawyer from the uh, first season. Okay. So, not, not spoiling the whole lot. But yeah, it's effectively like a high-tech fight club. I still wish USA would make their goddamn app. Home cows good. Hasn't happened yet. So, you got any other notes? Or you got a red shirt? Or? Uh, no, I have no red shirts. All right. Um, um, apparently, well, let me pull this up because make sure I have the right thing. Um, there's a cafe that's opening in. Not Turkey. No, not Turkey. And if a cafe like this opened up in Turkey, it would definitely be a target of, um, of violence. violence. Uh, in Switzerland, where prostitution is legal, there is a place called the Palacio Cafe. And the service costs 60 Swiss francs, which is about $61. And patrons get to choose a prostitute from your iPad. <laughs> I want to see what happy hour looks like. <laughs> Very happy. Very happy. <laughs> it's happy hour all the time. But um, Bradley Chevette from Face Girl, the firm behind the cafe, told Swiss newspaper that men will be able to order a drink and then it make be an hour. and then make themselves comfortable at the bar. It is said it said it was copying similar popular cafes in Thailand. I don't remember there being cafes like that in Thailand, but I'm not surprised. At least this way you know they're girls, maybe. Uh, and he added, in five or ten minutes, it's all over. <laughs> That's talent. Five or ten minutes every time? Like, that's... Well, you and I have talked about it on a separate podcast that hasn't aired yet, but yeah. Yeah, we did. That, yeah. Because, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I could really do that kind of thing. Like... I don't think I could do... Like, I can't. Sitting in a bar and getting that, I'd be like, who's watching? Have like, that's what would be in the back of my head. Did you listen to... I think it was two specials ago. I think it was... <clears throat> Tragedy plus comedy equals time by Pat Oswalt, where he talked about, like almost buying the hooker. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I don't think I could do it. Like, I can't emotionally, like, rectify anything on that. Like, I'm just like, oh, I, okay. I did this, and now I, I have, like, immediate, like, weird guilt. And not regret, but it'd be like, I feel so bad. Like, I uh, just, here's the money, please. Uh, you want to watch the next movie or something? Like, that's where, like, that's, that's <laughs> where it would go. Like, and she'd be like, well, do you want to? I'd be like, no. No, I'm okay. Well, it depends. If it was the last stand, I'd be like, yeah, I could be the Chloe. And the other Richard I have is a man claiming to be the Russian Batman has been captured on camera walking away from a drug den and leaving the dealer for police. The mass vigilante who wears a Batman costume and calls himself Grim Reaper has declared war on drug dealers doing business in the area outside of Moscow. He claims to have captured 40 criminals and closed down a bunch of illegal drugs out. The video shows him, like, somebody caught her on their phone. Like, they hear a bunch of gunshots and shit, and, like, this dude walks out, and he, he's wearing a Batman costume, throws a flashbang on the ground full of, like, fire and smoke, and, like, disappears. Like, no shit. There's a he's like Big Daddy <laughs> kick-ass. Yes. Yeah. Um... This is apparently started in June when a taxi cab driver witnessed the man dressed as Batman entering a building that later proved to be a drug den in the middle of the night. Um, he told police he heard people screaming and things being thrown around inside. When the mysterious man walked out, the taxi cab driver. He threw a firebomb at the ground and disappeared into the night. 
firebomb or flash bomb? It says firebomb in here, but it's translated from probably, Russian. Probably a flash bomb. It's translated from Russian, so yeah. smoke bomb, whatever you want to call it. Um, with the Moscow Batman deep submerged in the Russian night, a few minutes later, police arrived. Police walked out with two men in handcuffs who had been beaten up pretty badly. Cape Crusaders asked the public to help him out by sending tips to his Twitter account. <laughs> um, in a letter to the local newspaper, which he also sent to local police, he said, you don't know me and it's unlikely you've heard about me. I call myself Reaper, and for the past six months I've been struggling with a disease that has long been plaguing our society. Crime. I fight drug dealers, rapists, and gangs. I don't kill or cripple, and I am not against the police or authorities, but I do root out the evil that police and authorities can't reach. In America, crime fights you. <laughs> His first post was on Twitter on May 26th this year. Uh, when he posted a quote, a start has been made. He has 70 followers and follows nobody. <laughs> Not even Hello Kitty. Come on, even Deadpool follows Hello Kitty. That's true. Maybe you should. Maybe you should follow Deadpool. Then you could, like, team up with the Russian Deadpool. I'd read the shit out of that. Russian Deadpool? Russian Deadpool would be awesome. It's not a boy band. <laughs> Deadpool, Batman. There's the ultimate DC Marvel crossover. Batman and Deadpool versus nah, the Russian mob. Maybe like Deadpool and Ambush Bug or some bullshit. I'd so, the crap out of that. So yeah, somebody finally started doing actual vigilante shit. As opposed to as like... A, yeah, as the opposed American to the ones that are around like, here, where they just like... Have you seen it? Have you ever seen the ones that are around Yeah, like it was like... I'm a phoenix, and you're like, you don't do shit. No, they walk around with radios, and they call the police. And they, they, that's what they use. They use cell phones and radios to talk to each other and call the police. Also, I think they have superpowers. Some um, of them do. Some of them think they do. Yeah, I haven't seen proof of any of it yet. But and you never will. No, probably not. Highly disappointing. I'm still being bitten by spiders. Like, I'm You're waiting. still waiting. I'm waiting. Maybe you just need to write about a radioactivity. I'm telling you. Maybe you should go out. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of that story too. <laughs> so this guy told her you shouldn't let your dog sleep with you because the dog has lots of radioactivity on it <laughs> from 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 walking around the road. Wait, what? Uh, I'd be road dog man. That's horrible. <laughs> Mad Max. That would be Mad Max. Pretty much. That's all right. I could walk in the gun villain and just kill a bunch of people off air, uh, off camera. Don't use an AR-15. Yeah. I will be very upset with you using an AR-15. It means automatically. I want to see you do... I know that was a joke. Asshole. Don't... don't no, I'm not going down that path again. I'm just, I, I did my rant a few weeks ago. I know. One. But I don't have a porn star with it. No? No. Alright. I've worked so much, I... Who? Jaden James? There you go, Jaden James. Have we done her before? No. Well, so to speak. <laughs> no, we haven't. Um, but she was dancing this weekend. Okay. And I called the Um She's been around for a little while. I remember her name. I think the name's come up before. We've never used her as a porn star. She made comments in some of the stuff we were talking about. With, yes. Um, what's, uh, his what's his name? James, James Dean. Dean. God, that was crazy. Um, yeah, she had some comments on that. But I don't think she's ever... Never been porn star of the week, but uh, yeah, she's been, she looks really good. Like, I can see why she's won the best porn body um, two years in a row from the ABN Awards. Holy shit! Like that girl takes care Works of herself. Up, all right. 
now, as Emily brought up, there's certain things that you can't fix like that. After being pounded 20,000 times, shit looks like shit. <laughs> Kegels. Not my beef curtains. There's a surgery for that. Yep. And what was that last one? Black hole butthole. <laughs> black hole butthole. Surgery and bleach. No, let's end it on black hole butthole. Hello, ladies. <laughs>